0: hello and welcome everybody my name is space muffin this is the void playground um we're the podcast where we talk about stuff and things uh thank you guys so much for your support and uh, we really appreciate you guys we have a really awesome topic today um but uh yeah well you know we have the usual crowd we got uh jd here
1: What's
0: up? and we have mophie mophie how are you good doing man?
1: Everyone. i'm doing good i'm doing good how about you
0: uh, i'm doing good man i'm, I'm doing great um JD, how are you doing, man?
1: I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm doing well. So,
0: guys, today we're going to talk about open world games, the state of open world games. Do we need a bunch of open world games? Um, you know, we're going to talk about everything open world games, but let, let's start off with Red Dead Redemption. Uh, Mophie, you mentioned specifically Red Dead Online, but you mentioned to me that Red Dead is making a comeback. Uh, why is that? Why is Red Dead making a comeback?
1: You know, I mean, Rockstar has stopped updating Red Dead Online, but I have definitely seen a resurgence um, for Red M, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically Red Dead Redemption, but you have custom servers. So it's basically like a 5M for GTA, except for Red Dead Redemption, and the player base on that is just insane. So that's where I've seen a comeback. Um, Also, a few people on on online and stuff, but yeah. Mostly on Red M.
0: JD, what was the first open world game you've ever played?
2: Oh, man. The one I can think on top of my head would have to be Skyrim. Oh, really interesting.
0: Okay. So my first, I think my first, like, quote-unquote real open world game was probably GTA 3 that was uh that was pretty crazy um but that's that's interesting that you say skyrim skyrim is, it's a really really good choice so we're gonna get to skyrim here but so going back to red dead you know i mean the, the thing is mophie and this is my humble opinion right as someone who's played red dead 2 online and someone who's played a lot of these games and a lot of mmos and a lot of open world games um do you feel like like the open-world game industry is just kind of bloated? Do you feel like it's a good thing? Or, I mean, how do you feel about just open-world games in general?
1: So, open-world games happen to be my favorite game genre. Um and like me speaking is we have like a few big hitters so that's the GTA series the Red Dead Redemption series and then there are a few others
0: Elder Scrolls um
1: yeah. yep Elder Scrolls Zelda of uh, uh, stuff like that I personally think we should have more open world games um because I mean personally um it, it well no one, it's my favorite genre um I just find them so fun because especially with open world games, the level of detail the developers put into open world games, especially for something like Red Dead, is just absolutely insane. But And then you come me. to the fact that where it's like, it's so big, Um, open, a lot of open world games are massive. Like, Red Dead is massive. And just... Oof. Sorry, go
0: ahead. No, no, no. Continue what you were going to say.
1: It was like the thing with open world games is that since they're so big and they require so much work we don't get many of them they're few and far between so <clears throat> i personally think we should have more open world games
2: i 100 percent agree with you on that especially when it's you get more for the money that you're spending on because you're spending like hundreds of hours playing the games and like doing side quests and the main quests and like all these things it's just like the storyline as well like some of the storylines are very good to be honest
0: So uh, I'm gonna play devil's advocate here in Red Dead Online a lot of the world is just set dressing would you agree with that or disagree with that
1: what do you mean by set dressing
0: it has no purpose other than to look pretty
2: i never played Um, red dead online so i can't say
1: i think in red dead online there is a bit of that i think in the story mode though it's completely different i
0: i can i can agree with that i can agree with that so um actually okay so actually maybe gta 3 wasn't my first one maybe it was runescape so in runescape
2: uh runescape was mine too
0: yeah runescape like it's the opposite of set dressing. You can cut down trees and, and you can make fire and you can make bows and you can like, you can like do stuff with like the, the wood you can go, you can mine rocks and mine like, ore and make, make armor. Like it was, it was really, really interesting. Like the whole world was almost like a character in and of itself. Um, and I would, I would have loved to see like a skilling system and Red Dead Online, like a like a woodcutting system where you can, like, do things and, um, you know, I, I don't know, I just, I would love to, I know there's a little bit of that with the roll system, mm-hmm. but I would love to see just straight up, like, you know, like woodcutting and fire making mm-hmm. and, <clears throat> you know, obviously I know they have skinning, you can skin animals and things like that, so that's cool, but I don't know. And I would also like to see Trade like i mean for whatever reason after diablo 3 no game wants to do any trade anymore it's like everything is locked down and i get it you know they they don't want the third party markets to to come in i think i've mentioned that in previous podcasts but it's like i don't know i i just i think like it would just make the game so much more fun if like your buddy joins the game and you can just give him like a you know not the worst gun in the world. Like he gets a, you know, gets a good gun for knowing his buddy, and you guys can trade and have fun. And oh, hey, you need this thing, I need that thing. You know? And that's
1: kind of the value of Minecraft too. Being well, some could debate, it's an open world game. It is. Um, it is considered but, open world. Yeah. Yeah, it's the fact where um, it, Minecraft, you can do, but you can get stuff uh, in every single world. It's not like there's something specific to one world so that kind of eliminates that fact where people are like selling stuff and you definitely see it on servers and stuff um like private owned servers where it's like pay us like 10 in paypal and give you a diamond sword and stuff but if you're just playing with your friend it's like i can give you all this stuff without any you know and also there's the fact in minecraft where i think it's more nowadays but minecraft compared to other games has relatively little uh in-game microtransactions um, uh, base like on the base version, of course, or servers and stuff, which I think is actually against um, Mojang's TOS. But I think that that has a value. Well,
0: look, for m- sure. M- my thing is this: look, if I'm gonna buy something in the game, right? Like, I'm cool with microtransactions, but let me own it. Let me let me be able to do whatever I want with it, right? Like, so let's say I buy like a skin in Red Dead or a gun in Red Dead. I should be able to destroy the gun. I should be able to give the gun to my buddy. I should be able to sell it for gold. I should be able to do whatever. That's just my opinion, though. I think you should be able to do whatever you want with the things that you buy, if that makes any sense.
2: Yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah. How do you guys feel about, like, speaking of online, how do you guys feel like uh, about, like, RP, like um, GTA RP or Red Dead Redemption RP and things like that?
0: RP being um, role-playing? is that correct? Yeah,
2: role-playing, yeah. You know,
0: I mean, yeah, it's tough because it's like, I, I've never participated in any, in any of that. <laughs> uh, Mofi, what about you?
1: Um, I have uh, in GTA. It's definitely more prevalent in GTA uh, rather than Red Dead. You don't see it too much in Red Dead. But um, the thing with the role-playing servers is that there's like, there's two sections. There's cops and robbers, you could call it. Uh, and it's definitely a lot wider than that, but that's just a short, there's cops, robbers, and there's just, like, do whatever you want. Right. Um, service. Mm-hmm. And I played a cops and robbers server. It was fun, but for me personally, it got boring after a while. Where it's like, um, I only did it for a few times, um, and I, I personally think that some people take RP a little too seriously. Um, I think there's definitely that issue. Like there's one server I used to be where it's like you can't play unless you're 18 years or older because they wanted to have if you, you have to have a deep voice to play. And it's like, okay, um, I guess there's people that are like like that stuff, but it, it wasn't me. It was a little too serious for me.
0: No, I, I hear you. So I, I think at the end of the day, with a lot of these games and a lot of this, um, a lot of this stuff, it, it's just really important to. Um, I mean, because like the world itself is is a character, and I think like you know, just just have fun, like do do what you got to do. And I think as far as the role playing thing goes, like I remember being on a role playing server in World of Warcraft, but I never actually like did the role playing. Um, my my buddy had me join, but you know, if it helps you enjoy the game a little bit more, then then I say go for it. You know, and yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, it's it's your experience, right?
2: Yeah, I also to bounce off of what Mophie said about like the restrictions and stuff like that, sometimes role-playing does get a little bit toxic, especially, like, the major streamers out there uh, who do GTA RP, like, uh, at the no-pixel servers and stuff. I've seen a lot of drama gone down with those servers, and honestly, like, the fans have taken it to a whole new level of, like... It's insane, like, this fake character that you're playing like causing drama in real life. It's just I I don't know like they like, dude they're just putting on a show for you guys, you know? And yet you're over here tweeting and wasting your time complaining about a fake character.
0: So what's interesting to me about like you mentioned like it affecting real life, right? So uh Diablo 2, right? Diablo 2, you could you could it's an open world game, but it's also instance based, but like mm-hmm. And Diablo 2, like you could trade items, you can drop items, and, and there'd be so many scammers and, and people that would basically uh bought the whole game. And same with RuneScape too. Runescape had the same problem. And with Diablo 3, they tried to fix this with the auction house, and there's a huge backlash. I mentioned this before, but like you know, it, it's it, I don't think the auction house was a bad idea. I think that it, um I think it was just implemented poorly. Mm-hmm. You're thinking space man what does that have to do with like affecting people in real life? Well, it's like a money situation, right?
2: Yeah, when it comes to, like scans and type of stuff like you're physically handing like real cash or like spending actual money, that's a whole different story, you know, but like let's say like again GCARP no pixel server, right? There's no like min- uh microtransaction, you're not spending any right. money on it. Yeah. But, like, yeah.
0: No, I see what you're saying.
2: Yeah, and it's just like these, these fans of these streamers go in. They're like, "Oh, this person said that uh, said so and so about this person," and I'm just like, "You do realize it's acting. They don't really mean it in real life."
0: Yeah, and I see what you're saying. So, okay, so mm-hmm. yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, I guess the point that I was trying to get at is that, you know, online games, regardless of you know, I, I mean regardless of whatever they're going to have real world implications if if there are world real world applications right so for example um in world of warcraft right there is a uh, there's an esports as- aspect to the whole game right mm-hmm. and so you know getting gold or getting whatever resources is going to be valuable it's going to affect things in real life the role playing thing I I don't understand why people get mad about that. I think, like you're saying, it's just hey, this is for fun. But you know, a lot of people d- do take this very seriously. So that's just interesting. It's very interesting, honestly.
2: Yeah, and like going back to open world. Oh my god! Like I love uh, what they did with uh, Jedi uh, Fallen Order. You know, oh, like good. open good. world, and like you get to explore places, things like that. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order is one of my favorite games thus far, um, besides like Witcher Three and uh, and stuff like that, like other games. But I'm replaying Jedi Fallen Order, and oh my god, it's so good! And, like I, I love it.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, no, Jedi Fallen Order. I played a little bit of it. It's really good. You mentioned Skyrim earlier.
2: Oh yeah, I did. Skyrim it... was my well, besides Runescape, Skyrim was my like go like gateway into adventure games slash open world games
0: skyrim okay so uh, guys everyone's gonna hate me everyone's (laughs) gonna hate me no god (laughs) i was not the biggest skyrim fan um i I, okay now granted okay look so i didn't really i wasn't the biggest oblivion fan either right Mm -hmm. so like the last elder scrolls game that i really really liked was Morrowind. And, I mean, Oblivion was good. I just, I don't know. Like, by the time I got to Skyrim, I was just kind of, like, burnt out, I guess. And, or you know, I was on to other things, you know. And so, but the thing about Skyrim that's interesting to me, and, and even GTA V, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Those two games came out on seventh generation consoles. Isn't that interesting? Yes. <laughs> l- l- like, they came out, like, on the Xbox 360 and PS3. Right. And then they're still, mm-hmm. they're still revel- uh, re- re- relevant. Oh, they're still relevant today. Right. Like, they're mm-hmm. still people are still playing them. And before those games, like, we had never, it used to be like, I mean, you got GTA three, you got GTA Vice City, you got GTA San Andreas, and then a bunch of other GTA games on the PS2. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then it's just like GTA five comes out. Well, I guess you had GTA four on the 360 as well. So, but. For the PS4 and, and Xbox One, it was just GTA 5. You know, it was just Skyrim.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and, and then even now, on the, on the in the ninth generation consoles, it's the same thing. And then, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we're going to see GTA 6 and um, Elder Scrolls 6. There's all these sixes, dude. Street Fighter 6 is coming out this year, right?
2: Yeah, yeah it's crazy.
0: Um, But I don't know. It, it, it's, like, for me, like, a good open world game, like... The world is more than just set dressing, and when it's an interactive experience with other players, you know how how do you encourage like interaction on on different levels, right? Mm-hmm. Um, on, on different uh, you know, with di- with different ideas, you know, such as you know, like in in, in World of Warcraft, it's like okay, hey, we're all going to do dungeons together, right? But I remember back in the day, there was like group quest, right, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, so. Um, the open world itself, um I think it's I think it's a natural progression that games are going open world because you can just do so much more with open world.
2: Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. Especially I, with multiplayer. Well when yeah, to multiplayer, like you have more people on the servers, you have people doing microtransactions and like other things, like it's better for the company.
0: Right, you know, and and I mean, you look at a game like No Man's Sky, right? So No Man's Sky, that's, like
1: that's a W game right there. I have that game. Mm.
0: So, so when No Man's Sky first came out, it was like garbage. It, it, there was nothing in the game, couldn't really do much. You know what I mean? I
2: canceled my pre-order for that game because I hear
1: it was so bad.
0: It, it, dude, yeah, it was bad when it first came out.
1: It's so good now.
0: Oh yeah, dude, it's amazing, dude. It's I played it. So like... good. The game is mind-bogglingly good. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm okay so you're you're saying is I should pick it back up dude, dude you yeah. definitely got to pick it back up.
1: It's like okay. the, the you can like build bases you can it like it really give it really makes you feel like you're in Star Wars. that's how I could describe it yeah, okay. it's
0: a really it's a really good game dude um just like on a technical level too like how there's different planets and like you can go to different like you can explore the universe and stuff like
1: and like the thing about that game is like something I never understood. Is because it's like procedurally generated. The actual file size is pretty small. It's like eight gigabytes or something, on Steam. Really? Which yeah. I just found I like I was like blown away by that. I thought it would be like two hundred gigabytes or something like that.
0: Oh. That's because of the graphics in the game. The mm-hmm. graphics aren't insanely demanding. Um, another game that was really bad, but not, that is now I'm not gonna say really good, but okay, is um. Cyberpunk 2077. Have you played that one, JD?
2: No, I have not. I was thinking about picking it up until a lot of the bugs happened. I was like, uh, no, I'm good. So, so
0: I played that game for PC on launch. I didn't really have too many bugs. I mean, the one bug that I did have was like the worst bug ever. It deleted my save. So that Yeah, was... I
2: kept hearing a lot of people complaining about not saving properly. Oh, dude, being corrupted. dude,
0: dude! That 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 game is so. I mean, like, here's the problem with um that game specifically Mm -hmm. it was overhyped
1: oh yeah Uh, the thing about it is what i was kind of blown away by is they were hyping this game so much up and then actually you can see there were only four people on the dev team and they had to push out this massive game in the span of like i think it was like two years or three years or something like that Mm -hmm. um and like a game that has four devs, you would not expect. What, what, that what do you mean? Them. What do you
0: mean four devs? Like there's there's more there's definitely more than four people working on it. But like no, what, they
1: have, I, I'm, it, it may have been eight, but they they did not have many people working on that game. I can actually look it up.
0: Yeah, yeah, you, you might, might want to look that one up because um, yeah, I think i be wrong. CD Projekt Red, um, you know, they're, they're the ones who developed it, and they have hundreds and hundreds of people
1: mm-hmm.
0: working overtime. And just all because just because of all the voice acting and things like that, and
1: oh, okay, know. yeah, I must have read something wrong.
0: Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Um, is it
2: ha- better now?
0: Yeah, like my problem with Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is they promised the universe, and this mm-hmm. gave us a little sliver. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Having said that, though, the game is fun. You know, and um. Is it the best game ever created? No. Is it fun? Yes, but like, just expectations were through the roof, right? Like, you know, it was kind of like we were talking about it with the movie one, like The Last Jedi. Yeah. Like, that movie was hyped, dude.
2: Yeah, of course.
0: You know, like, the trailer was crazy, like, all that stuff. And so I kind of felt like I kind of felt that way with Cyberpunk, where they just—it was just overhyped, you know. And having said that, though, JD, it, 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 there's a solid game in there, dude. If you play, you know the, you know if you, if you play it now, like it, it's in it's in a much better state. Um, okay. So yeah, I, I definitely recommend checking it out. I, um, I,
1: me personally, I think they rushed that game a little bit.
0: Well, I'll put it this way: they should have probably released the game in 2024. Mm-hmm. That's just me, though, right? Um. It shouldn't have been released for PlayStation 4 or or, or it,
2: like delayed for a little while and it, then it was
0: it? it was but I mean I, th- I think they, I think it could have been in the oven for probably four more years that's, mm. that's just my honest
2: opinion mm. um so if this game were to be good during launch I this would have been my first cyberpunk game I ever played
0: yeah, so it's originally a board game. Are you talking about the cyberpunk genre or just like yeah, the cyberpunk?
2: cyberpunk genre in in general? This is my very first. It will always be my very first uh, interaction with it.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah, it, it's it's a interesting genre. You know, um, it's very interesting. You know, a lot of philosophical stuff. You know, but
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I, I mean, as far as open world games go today, you know, I mean, obviously, yeah, you know, you have Cyberpunk 2077, which I think is the big one, right? That um in, in the past few years um you know i know diablo 4 is coming out you know and i'm, I'm very excited for diablo 4
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you know the thing about like diablo and in these games is you know they want it to be unmistakably diablo which is fine you know but it's like don't don't limit yourself you know so i don't know i played diablo immortal that was fun um you know, lots of microtransactions and stuff, but it, it was definitely a fun game. Um, if you just want to play through the story and have fun and, and do that, it's, it's a fun game. But I, I, I want to see more. I want to see... Like, I like the fact, like, in Diablo 4, you can, like, climb. You can, like, get on a horse. You can... It, it's multi, like... Like, there's, like... Okay, how do I explain it? It's, like... um. There's, it's, it's multi-level and, and like literally in the sense that like there is you know um you can climb things you can mm-hmm. you can uh, go through you can explore the terrain in different ways um I would love to see a jump button in Diablo 4 if you can jump in Diablo 4 that'd be great um I say I'm a lot but I, I think Diablo 4 is probably gonna be the biggest I'm starting of like a bigger open world game
2: that's coming out this year yeah is Assassin's Creed considered open world? Sure, I w- I would say so. Okay, then I have played bef- I have played open world games before, um RuneScape and uh Elder Scrolls, Skyrim, because I played the first Assassin's Creed.
0: RuneScape came out before Assassin's Creed. Right. RuneScape came out in like two thousand one, and oh, Assassin's yeah. Don't Creed came
2: out. That. In... Okay. Yeah, I I played those before. That yeah i got say. you i got you yeah i just don't know which one i played first no it's um, okay but like i really like the new uh assassin's creed series um the like nothing on the original ones the original ones are like the original OGS. Oh, like it's really good but for me my most favorite one out of assassin's creed has to be black flag and then Uh, besides the original ones uh, is Black Flag, and then the next one is Odyssey.
0: I've never played Assassin's Creed. Really? I I never got into it. I haven't
1: either.
2: Oh my god, you guys need to get on that.
0: I mean, I played Prince of Persia, which is kind Uh, of like... mm. You didn't like Prince of Persia?
2: No, I didn't like that one.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: So, I, I looked it up, um... And it's it, sorry, I got I got confused with the Cyberpunk 2077. It's that it went into production with about five hundred devs working on it, which I mean oh. is like a decent amount, but it's still relatively small compared to other games.
0: Well, you know, um, I, I look here's the thing about Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is when making a video game today. Now, I'm not a game dev. I've never made a video game, so I don't know. But you know. You look at the elements, right? Like the game has to look pretty, right? Mm-hmm. So, how much is that going to cost, right? Mm-hmm. Like a game like Runescape does not look pretty, like Runescape three no, and Runescape two, they don't look pretty. So, you're able to do a lot more in that sense. A game like Cyberpunk has to look pretty. It's got to play pretty. Yeah, it's it's got to have all this stuff. So, you know, you got to make sure that what you're getting and what you're doing is. Um, you know, it's, it's going to work, you know, you know what I mean? So the the problem with a lot of games today is they're so big and it requires so many resources to make them that, you know, it, it it's just like, is this even worth it, you know? But, you mm-hmm. know, that's the way the industry is going. So, and that's why I think, like, you know, I know Fortnite is not really, I, mean, I guess it's technically open world, but it is different. It's but, a FPS.
1: It's yes yeah,
2: it's Battle Royale.
0: Well, how I mean, I mean Halo Infinite's an FPS, and Halo Infinite's also open world. Uh,
2: is it like where you get to? Like, how big is the map? It's
0: huge. Halo Infinite
2: has a massive map. Okay.
0: I uh, look at Skyrim. Skyrim and, and those are all first-person games, and they're all. They're yeah, all I would world.
2: consider like Skyrim a more open world because it's like the mass majority of like, um. Of, like, the map size and then also, like, the quests and, like, the side quests and things like
0: but, that, but, you know? But the point I'm trying to get at with Fortnite is, graphically, Fortnite is not insanely demanding. And so they're able to mm. put in a lot of elements into the game and program a lot of elements into the game that... Um, you know, add up to kind of big, big changes in the game that add up oh, to big, I, I, big results, right? I
2: see what you mean. Yeah. I see whereas, what you mean.
0: whereas in a game like Cyberpunk, it requires so many resources to to program an exploding barrel mm-hmm. that they're not going to be able to program every single element properly into the game without That's either true. it glitching or it, it doesn't work properly or or doesn't work. Like they can't think of everything, right? There's a a term called video game logic, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you know we're, we're kind of bound by video game logic, and I, I think the next generation of games we're, we're trying to get past it. But ultimately, is is pretty as the game looks. It's still a video game, right? That's true. Yeah. So you know, and that's fine. You know mm-hmm. that that's fine. I think I think that's to some level you have to be like, okay, I'm playing a video game. Like this is a video game. And I think the fun thing about like games like Skyrim and a lot of the open world games we're talking about GTA, Red Dead it, is they kind of blur the line, right? Like you mm-hmm. get you get that like you know, you know during the 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 sixth and especially the seventh generation it started to get you know things started to get more realistic, right? Yeah, things started to look yeah. prettier. Like it wasn't just like, you know,
2: the graphics he- got better.
0: Right, the graphics got better. You know, the processors got better. You can have bigger worlds, right? Mm-hmm. You can have prettier worlds. Water works differently, right? Like you have all this mm-hmm. cool stuff that you can do.
2: Well, and so, tracing all the stuff like that.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, but like looking at GTA V, right? Like, just on a technical level, like for for what that game did on the Xbox 360 and the PS3, and and you know, it, it's just mind-boggling. You know, same with Skyrim. Those two games, like, you look at, like, the the three biggest games of, like, the last 10 years, 15 years. You know, obviously you have Minecraft, open world. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Skyrim, open world, Mm -hmm. right? Um, GTA, open world. You know what I mean? So, but they all have these elements of freedom, you know, like, they expand what the player can do. And that's what makes them really good. That's what, that's what, that, I think that's what separates a lot of these games is giving the player the freedom that they're able to have. You know, World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. same thing, yeah. even though that game's older. But, um, I don't know. It, it's weird. Like, you look at it's, it's just, it's really interesting, honestly, because you have like kind of like pseudo open world games. So, games that are like quote unquote open world, but they're not really, you know what I mean? That's kind of interesting. Um, Final Fantasy 15 has, like, a massive open world, and it's really, like, robust.
2: It is, but at the same time, I regret getting Final Fantasy 15 Collector's Edition, uh, because the game was very short. In my oh, opinion.
0: interesting. Yeah, Final Fantasy game short.
2: <laughs> I
1: yeah, never it understood was Final short. Fantasy.
0: <laughs> We're going to have to do a whole podcast on Final Fantasy. Like, I'm not yeah. the biggest Final Fantasy fan myself, but, you know, I respect the series. Both you get out of here. Final <laughs> Fantasy like I mean look what I played Final Fantasy six, I played Final Fantasy seven, eight, nine, ten. I didn't mm-hmm. play eleven, I didn't really play twelve, didn't play thirteen, didn't play fourteen, played a little bit of fifteen. I never actually beaten a Final Fantasy
2: game. I've just dabbled. Really? Yeah. Final Fantasy fifteen was so short <laughs> compared to all the other ones. And on top of that, what uh, what got me pissed off more was that after the fact, they start introducing more to the game, more DLCs, more of like like adventures and more storylines to Final Fantasy Fifteen that you have to pay extra for. So I was like, interesting. You you couldn't just include all that in one game, you know? Yeah. I I regret getting Collector's Edition because I got, of course, the Steel Book. I got the movies, the TV show, the art book and the statue for like 300 bucks. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and it was in my opinion an incomplete game.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I you know, I played a lot of Final Fantasy, not a lot, but I pl- I played a little bit of Final Fantasy 15. I think the other thing that we have to realize like in the open world genre is for his, for every Skyrim and GTA there's like 10 failures right like there's like dynasty warriors um dynasty warriors 10 is a great example right Mm -hmm. like that game went open world but you know a lot of the fans didn't like it you know what i mean not saying that it was bad because it was open world but i think the way they implemented the open world was was probably
2: not the best way to do it you know what i mean yeah and i hear a lot of also mixed reviews about like um monster hunter world you know
0: I, I I've heard Monster Hunter World is fun, but you know it, it's I've, I've never gotten into the Monster Hunter series, so I'm not I'm not a m- not a massive fan, so I really wouldn't know. But um, there, yeah, there's a lot of bad open world games. There's a lot of a lot of really well, the open world does not work in the in the favor of the game,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I think the key is just designing a good open world, making it fun, making. Like, it can't just be blank desert, you know, or, or mm-hmm. blank just mountain ranges. Like, there's got to be stuff to do. Are you gathering resources? Are you fighting things? Like, are you going on quests? Are you doing puzzles? Like, what are you doing? Are you exploring caves and getting, scraping, yeah. you know, mushrooms off the oh my the, God. the cave floors and stuff?
2: Yeah, speaking of... You bridge, guys, um... Go ahead, Moki.
1: Have you guys ever heard of Sons of the Forest? No, no. So, it's a it's a uh, it's, um uh, a second oh. game in a series of The Forest. It just came out. Um, it is, it, I would say, one of the best games of the year so far.
2: It, oh, it crashed
1: wow. Steam. It has, like, 200,000 viewers on Twitch right now. I played the first one. Me and Kay Diddy run it. Um, it, it It's beautiful. That game's beautiful. Diddy.
2: Oh, I see clips of the games. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't know and what the, the game building, was
1: it's like there's building there's exploring caves it's like it's oddly realistic like in mm. order to build you need to split logs and the graphics are incredible like amazing
0: so okay. let's talk about realistic versus realism do you guys know the difference or do you guys mm-hmm.
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: What, what is the difference in, in your mind mophie between realistic and realism
1: Realistic is like realistic graphics, um, realistic weather, stuff like that. Realism is like kind of lifestyle realism. So it's like you need to travel like you need to travel a long time to get somewhere that's far away. There's no like teleporting. There's like in order to like get food, you need to kill something and cook it and stuff like that. Oh, this is good.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, yeah, I think that's a good definition. So basically realistic is it looks real. And then realism is what you're doing works within the, the the context of the game itself. The the mechanics of the game itself um, make sense from from a, a logical and a uh, a mechanical standpoint. If that makes any oh, sense.
2: Wow. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So I'm sorry, I'm looking into Sons of the Forest. <laughs> no, I've seen no, pl- clips of it, but like. I haven't seen the actual full game. It looks nice, but so, looks scary too. I,
0: I think that open world games and games in general should strive for the ism, right? Like, okay, hey, like th- th- everything makes sense within the context of the world that we built versus, you know, we got to make it as pretty as possible because it's a bottomless pit, right? Like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, eventually you're going to need like these crazy graphics, you already do need crazy graphics cards to play these games, but it's like, you know, we're we're getting to the point where it's like, you know, like we talked about ray tracing and all this crazy stuff. It's like I'm not saying it's bad,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but eventually that like that that's your whole game. Your your whole game is like a pretty game. It's a beautiful game now, and nothing else, right? It's hollow. Yeah. Um, um
1: I, me personally, I value realism more. I agree. Um, and I think realistic stuff i think it adds like a finishing touch like don't get me wrong i love realistic graphics i think it's what make i love beautiful games i, I think beautiful games can this may be controversial but could be considered forms of art
0: no oh, dude they are considered they are they considered, are considered. Def, definitely dude 100 yeah um but like right now though and, and this is kind of like how the industry you know we were talking like the last podcast we were talking about the entertainment industry and I would love to get. I know some game devs. We can probably get some of them like on this podcast. But I would love to get their take on, like, like the Unreal Engine, right? Because a lot of Unreal games, um, they start to kind of look the same. Like the colors mm-hmm. look the same, and they kind of blur together. You know what I mean? Um, like,
2: can you give an example, just in case so, our audience doesn't know which one you're talking about?
0: Okay, so like Back for Blood, right? Mm-hmm. Back for Blood looks very similar to Call of Duty. You know what I mean? True.
2: Well, and, back, back for blood. Uh, the game devs are the one that made. Um, what's that game? Uh, it's It's similar to. It,
0: it, uh, it's a, It's t- Turtle Rock Studios is the one who, yeah. who did Back for Blood, and then um, I believe uh, before that.
2: Uh, um, Left for Dead. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, Left for Dead too. They're the 100%. same developers.
0: Hundred percent. So, the the point is though that. That game looks similar. It looks it has that Unreal Four look.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Street Fighter Five, right, was made in the Unreal Four engine. Now, Street Fighter Five uses a very unique art style, right? You know, and then and then Street Fighter Six is in the the re engine, the RE engine, and mm-hmm. you know, there's kind of a different look. But uh, g- kind of going back to the main point that I'm trying to get at is that I think it's important to have a good art style, right? And then put the, the like like Mofi was saying the the realistic touch, right? Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense.
2: Yeah. It does.
0: Obviously, a game a company like Rockstar or CD Projekt Red, they have the resources, the money, the the artist, the time, all this stuff to make a game look the way it does, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: A lot of these smaller studios, you know, they might not have the. Um, they might have they might not have the resources so
1: yeah and then that's like going back to Sons of the Forest whereas I mean like you can guys like, look it up on YouTube but the like opening it's called Sons of the
0: Forest Sons of the Forest oh, Sons of the but Forest but
1: the opening scene literally looks like a movie because it was made by movie producers the original game oh. was made uh consisted of a team of like 10 movie producers and they're like let's make a game so the opening scene is just insanely realistic it's yeah, like, I'm,
0: I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. It looks really good.
2: You know uh, what other game looks really good? Um, Stray. Oh
1: yeah,
2: Stray was really good. I love playing Stray. Okay, that was good.
0: I'm looking at Sons of the Forest. Uh, the like if game. I look saw
1: looks... the opening scene.
0: I'm just looking at. I'm just looking at it in general, like yeah. gameplay stuff. The game looks really realistic.
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And 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 it incorporates a lot of realism. Yeah, it does. So that's interesting.
1: And that was something the first game originally lacked a little bit. Um, but we'll de- like we could get K Diddy on here. It's like his favorite game series. So
0: all right, all right let's get him on here. On.
1: I don't Maybe. know if he's available right
0: now. He, he's probably not.
1: Probably we'll get on time next
2: time.
0: Yeah. yeah, another time. We'll we'll have him for our Sons of the Forest podcast.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, so man.
0: guys, I mean, here here's the reality of the situation or or what I see. You know, it's like, as long as the game is good, right? Like, I mean, Mophie, you seem to enjoy the single player experience. I, I do as well, right? Like, I enjoyed Red Dead 2. I enjoyed the GTA games. Um, I've enjoyed the Elder Scrolls games. I've enjoyed, you know, a lot of open world games. And I think that, you know, moving forward for me, like, I'm mean, Mofi, you haven't reached this point yet, and JD, you probably haven't reached this point either, but I'm at the point where I've just played so many games that, you know, I'm looking for something new, something fresh, you know, or something, something real. So um, we're going to, we're going to stay within the topic of, of open world games, but let me ask you guys this, how do you think the metaverse incorporates into this whole thing?
1: That's an interesting question because yeah. I think eventually um, in the next, I would say like 10 to 15 years, I think that virtual reality games are going to just take over the market.
0: Well, the, the reason why I mentioned like the metaverse versus open world is like, like the idea of like living in a virtual world, gathering resources in a virtual world, working in a virtual connected world, you know, like, that's been around for a while, like, you know, since the early days of MMOs. Now, granted, it wasn't that it wasn't that extreme. I mean, you could make money and do things like that, but you didn't like literally live in in, in the world. But I mean, OK, I could I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, but I believe the metaverse that uh, Mark Zuckerberg Mark Zuckerberg is building cost 10 billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Can someone fact check me on that one, Mophie or?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, sure.
2: Let's look into that. Oh, but while I th- Mophie is looking into that.
1: Uh... Oh, well, how much is Mark Zuckerberg worth? No, no. How
0: no, much no, did it cost it Facebook cost. to build the metaverse? Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it's like, I know it's some ridiculous number, right?
2: hmm I don't know. Right now, like, the early stages of meta, the metaverse, it's more of like a running on joke. You know? So
1: it, there's not an exact number, but people estimate around $15 billion.
0: Okay, okay, so fifteen billion. So again, okay, so I was way off. So, but still, it's in the billions, right? It wasn't like yeah, five hundred million. Yeah. Like I think, like a triple A AAA game today, like a good AAA game might cost at the at the most five hundred million, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, you, you know, like a, a big budget movie is going to cost you probably what? Like you know, like a big big budget movie like Ant Man or something like that might cost two hundred fifty million, right? Um, hundred million dollars can get you a good movie too. So, with the metaverse costs 15 billion dollars and it looks terrible
2: Mm -hmm. like yeah
0: like and it doesn't just look terrible but it plays terrible right yeah
2: Mm -hmm.
0: you know and and so there are video game elements within the metaverse but I, i think the fundamental difference between the metaverse like the open world idea of the metaverse versus um say something like World of Warcraft, is the real-world implications, right? So, like, because I remember when people were talking about the metaverse, it, it sounds like, people were like, this sounds a lot like Second Life, or this sounds a lot like World of Warcraft, right? Um, it's
2: more the lines of, like, Ready Player
0: One type of... Sure, sure. Yeah, so, so, yeah, no, 100%. 100%. So that, that's uh, the direct inspiration, I believe, you know, f- mm-hmm. for Web 3.0 stuff. But, like, in Ready Player One, specifically... Um, There there have been other examples, but like specifically with Ready Ready Player One, it's like they socialize in in the world. They play Mm -hmm. games in the world. They work. There's like corporations in the world. So Mm
2: -hmm.
0: that aspect of of the whole situation, like they bank in the world, like they do all this stuff through this virtual world. I think that's the fundamental fundamental difference, you know. But having said that, like you can have those elements in video games as well, right? Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: so with runescape right like there are people they they just bought for a living like they have like a bot farm and they, they you know they, they have websites where they sell gold and so they're playing this video game but they're 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 impacting the real world they're 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 um, making money and then they're paying their house you know they their rent or whatever they're paying for goods and services with money that they um made by playing a video game you know what i mean yeah. And a lot of people like I said with the, with the Diablo 3 auction house it's like oh this is bad like it's bad for people to make money or bad for this or that but it's like I, I think it's just a part of life, you know, and I and I think it's a um I think it's a good thing honestly, guys. Like I think it's a good thing if 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 MMOs or or um you know whatever right like if we can if we can somehow do and i'm not just saying money but some kind of real real world application right so mm-hmm. um you know like if there was like a workout program or if there was like you know if you're like an amazon delivery delivery driver like your vr headset can like scan the package or something like you know what i mean
1: i think they're doing yeah. that with like sunglasses and stuff they yeah i think
2: so. they are especially so, like now uh, rumor has it that Apple is coming out with their own headset maybe this year or next year.
0: Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Apple is a very interesting company. Um
1: It's a topic uh, for, another time. To- yeah, to- to- for another time. Totally topic.
2: Off topic.
0: Yeah, no 100% dude. But but I'm just saying that like Apple you know, they're one of the companies that has the ability to um to change the space. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So Yeah. Mm-hmm you know Microsoft Apple, Facebook you know they all have the ability to um they have they have the resources to to do the the research and development to uh develop you know these really crazy products yeah, but anyways guys um uh yeah, I think that's it for this episode. Is there anything else that we want to talk to talk about in regards to open world metaverse stuff I,
1: mean, I think that's it just um you. If you haven't already, you gotta play Red Dead. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, guys, if you haven't already, let's hit up Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, I think it's twenty bucks for the for the online version. Like, if you just want to get the online version, is that right, Murphy?
1: Um, on I know on Steam it just comes in a bundle for like thirty bucks.
0: Oh, cool. So yeah, yeah. Um, real quick, what are your top five? Uh, top five open world games. Uh, no particular order, JD.
2: Oh man. So classic RuneScape, uh Skyrim, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> um yeah, that's pretty much. Well. Yeah, at the top of my head, that's pretty much it I could think of.
0: Mophie?
1: Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh no particular order. Uh Breath of the Wild, Red Dead, GTA 5. Um Sons of the Forest. Uh, and then my last one. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I mean, I get, I, I, mm, I don't know. I might need to leave it at four. I'm trying to browse Steam.
0: I'm, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with, um, RuneScape. Mm-hmm. That's my number one. World of Warcraft is my number two. Um. Probably Morrowind as number three. Yeah. Um number four would probably be Jack. Probably one of the Jack games, either Jack Two or Jack Three. Um and the number five would be probably Red Dead.
1: And then I found one more. It could be controversial. Some people might not consider it an open world game. But Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yes, okay. dude. That
0: game. That game amazing.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: I'm just gonna throw out there one of my uh, one of the ones I'm enjoying right now. Uh, currently is Hogwarts Legacy.
0: Oh, let's talk about Hogwarts Legacy for a quick oh, second. God. Um, how are you liking Here it so we go. far?
2: Um, honestly, I love the game. <laughs> there's there's nothing. Well, there's a few things to complain about about it, but like other than that, it's like I am living out my childhood dream of being a wizard
0: i i gotta check it out i really gotta check that game out anyways guys um thank you so much for joining us um you know we appreciate you guys checking out our podcast obviously all of the relevant links are going to be in the description below and uh yeah we appreciate you guys hope you guys have a good rest of your uh your day
1: see you guys we are
2: also we're also on spotify too now guys so if you guys uh, would like to hear the audio version, uh, go over to Spotify. We'll be available on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, along with all the other platforms pretty soon. But right now we're on exclusively on YouTube and Spotify.
0: Thank you guys so much. Uh, you guys have a good one. Bye-bye. Peace, guys. Bye.